this is Samantha with Redefining Caregiving. If you hear my birds chirping in the background, it's because my window's open today and it's so beautiful outside, I just can't help but keep it open. And I wanted to share with you something about um, what came to me last night. And it was, hmm, I guess I was writing, I was writing about caregivers in my uh, journal because I like to do, every day I take time to do some research about the current lives of caregivers and what they're going through. And I started thinking really, nothing has changed much. You know, over uh, in history, if you look at just the reputation of caregiving, like I've said before, it's not like people have this real positive thought of, of caregiving. They don't think, oh, that's a joyful time in my life. I remember it being so great. Or yeah, my grandparents had a great time and so did my mommy. Nobody has that kind of a mindset around caregiving. So caregiving has such a bad reputation and it's not, caregiving's fault. <laughs> it's not the fact that caregiving uh, is really a bad, gets, it gets a bad rap and, and it really shouldn't be at the level that it is because it could have been prevented early on. But what we need to do now is like in the past, women have been stuck with the role of caregiving. I mean, literally it wasn't like you had a choice. We haven't even had a choice most of the time when, when men decide to leave the home and women became single parents. We're just survivors. We take care of people, and we um, we both have different roles. But when when men abandon their families, women are the ones who take care of the families. I mean, ninety five percent of the time. And so, I guess when I think about the history, you know, women have been stuck with that whole role of of caring for everyone else. And you know, men have men know how to care. When I hear people say it's more of a woman's job to be a caregiver, I always want to just say, do men not care? Because I see men care about their teams, their sports teams. I see men care about their jobs. I see men care about their hunting. I see men care about their children. I see men care about a lot of things. So they do care and they can care more. And we need to allow them to. We need to allow them to care more and stop letting them off the hook. Because caregiving isn't really, a, isn't so much hard work. Uh, it's not. It's mostly that it's hard work when you're doing it alone because you're not intended to do caregiving alone. We were not made to live alone. In fact, life is so much more enjoyed when you're with someone else. It doesn't matter what you're doing. So we get married so we can have a partner to enjoy life with. We have kids, same thing. We have friends. So caregiving is a relationship-oriented uh, activity. So obviously it's not meant to be done alone, right? And so when we're in this caregiving state of mind that we stay in from history, that women are the ones who should be taking care of them because they're good at it or they've been good at it for so long based on the fact that they were thrown into it and forced into it. Here's the deal. We live in the year 2021 now. We don't need to sit and live in the past and have those same old past uh, expectations put on us and, and accept it because it's just not fair. And we're, we're coming into a, an alignment in, in the world where we want more fairness. Women want to be treated more equally, not like men. I don't think that's the right way to go. I believe in understanding that each person has their own role to play. We have put a lot of uh, training and stereotyping and conditioning. And, you know, we formed our society based on what the dominant male wanted. And that was for women to be submissive. There was an order to things. And I don't believe that was ever how God or the universe or our creator ever intended it to be because it's not balanced. It's only balanced if someone, if both sides are in check. And you know when both sides are in check, it's because when the women are in check, 
they're doing, they're happy, they're being cared for, they have good boundaries, they're doing what they feel is the feminine and the male side of them is telling them to do. We have a little bit of both, both sides. But when men are the dominant, and if they're out overall not in check, who holds them in check? So they're in the dominant position. So who's holding them in check? It's not going to be the, the one underneath them, the woman who is being submissive. It's going to be nobody. So that's how you lose this balance. Um, overall, I'm talking about the big theme is that we already know. You could just look at the world today and just caregiving is just an example of how women are, uh, it's not, we're not being treated equally. We're not given a choice. We have so many limitations based on our, our being female or male. And that came into play way back in history. And I believe it came when, when we had this uh, beautiful thing going. And then someone got a taste of power. Someone got like, hmm, really, it had to be someone with a really big ego that just started everyone else thinking. And he had to have been the physically most dominating one because we all know that physical, especially in, in the state where they did not have the intellectual uh, capabilities, it would always go back to the tribal, who's the strongest, most able to fight you and win the fight. Well, that's the strong dominant male. But we have evolved. I hope we've evolved enough to see that we don't need to live in that sort of mindset. But we still are. <laughs> it's changing. It's exciting to see it changing because there's a big shift going. But here's my concern. That shift is going to go way too far in the other direction. And then women are going to make the same mistake. And they're going to become over-dominant because they're going to have the they're going to have the ball. Like, I got the ball. We're running with it. And they just run. And they just run, they stop and forget that this is not about you winning. This is about everyone winning. So that's another podcast, I guess, in the future. But I'm kind of just trying to wrap this around the fact that it comes back to caregiving for me. This is really what my big thing is. It's like, because it hit me personally. When, when my mom got Alzheimer's and my brothers weren't around, my sister... She, she fell into the role of, uh, no, I'm married and I have kids and I have to listen to my husband. There's a submissive role and it works for her and that's great, but it didn't work for me when I needed help in caregiving. Uh, you know, it didn't work at all for my mom. So we have to come to a point where we stop doing what we're told by men because <laughs> men don't know what we need. We know what we need. And when we start thinking for ourselves, we will stop allowing uh, our families, including our kids who are raised by the, the fathers and the family members who, who still believe that women are supposed to stay in the home taking care of everyone and get burned out and never get her needs met. Now, we could do this differently where the women still are the nurturers and take care of the men and take care of the parents and take care of the kids. If, and there's a big if here because this is the big if that's been missing. If men will also help out. And they will train the kids to help out. And it will not be like 95% of all the care coming from the woman. See, that has to change. Now, how does it change? I'm going to get into that into the next podcast because it's going to be a little longer. But how is it going to change? Is You're going to have to get people to see that you have boundaries. Caregivers have got to stop assuming the role. When the baton is handed to you, I know it's painful to sit there and watch your loved one needing care and have all these people judging you. Don't you care about her? Why don't you want to take care of your mom? 
Well, maybe you need to at that point, and I think people need to start considering this. The only way we're going to be viewed differently is if we start standing up for the fact that we matter too, that our lives matter too. And if we have too much on our plate and it doesn't fit into our lives, I'm not saying you shouldn't be a caregiver, but we should certainly start saying, speaking up for ourselves. Because the moment you don't do that, other people don't want to be a caregiver. They're not going to. They're not going to help you. The moment you, like if you're just continuing to say yes, 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 yes. And I'm not saying verbally saying yes, but just by doing it, saying sure. You know, I feel passionate about this because people don't want to use their voices and women need to use their voices. Nope, sorry, I won't take care of mom unless you do this, this, and this. I'm happy to be the main caregiver, but only if we have this agreement and we put it in writing. You know, we have this thing that I'm helping caregivers with, and I would love to help you. It's, it's, in, cre it's in creating first at the moment that you get to be a caregiver. The first part of it, you get this thing called a self-care plan for the caregiver. And that should come before the care plan. And that's going to be another podcast coming up. I'll probably do that in a couple days. Uh, talk to you about how we can do that. And uh, But for now, I think that what we need to start doing is just expecting more from the men in our lives and putting our foot down. Do a sit-down strike, whatever you have to do. Leave, go on vacation. Uh, just don't do it. And say, hey, we're changing things. We need to make a list and we need shared, we need shared uh, chores. The kids need to help out. And I can help you with that too. Because there's a whole plan and I can get you to... It's not a hard thing. It doesn't have to be a painful process. It's a change, so anytime you have change, it messes with your brain. But it's going to be for the better, and you won't get caregiver burnout. You know, you won't be the living, sacrificing care. You know, you're looking at this huge mountain to climb, and you want to climb it by yourself, or maybe you don't even want to, but someone sent you packing, and you need to stop right then and there before you go even 10 feet in and say, I'm not going in, I'm not going up that hill until someone comes along with me, or I've got enough help to get me up that hill. Because you will fall and you will burn yourself out. It's, it's, just, it's so common. Everybody knows that, right? So today I'm just highly motivated to get you <laughs> caregivers to get more uh, fair treatment. And you can start that with yourself in every little thing you do today. When someone expects something of you today without even asking you, wait for them to ask you. So they're acknowledging that they're actually asking you. And then they'll appreciate you more and you'll feel better. And that will just fuel you. And it'll be great. Well, excuse me for being so excited today. Something must be in the air. Okay, I'll let you go for now, but don't forget to include yourself in the care you give by including your needs and for asking the other people in your life to help you out. Okay, enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye.